The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You're listening to Talk with Renee Dallow, episode 106. Talk about launching an online course with Lindsay Williams. Lindsay is a mama, wedding stationer, and educator based in Niagara Falls, New York, Yes, people actually live there. <laughs> Through personality-packed content and out-of-this-world customer service, Lindsay has grown her wedding stationery company, Hoopla House Creative, from 30K to 300K in yearly revenue in just six years. As host of the Build That Business podcast and creator of the Wedding Booking Blueprint, she now shares tips, tricks, struggles, and triumphs from her experience building, growing, and scaling a successful wedding biz. Her goal is to empower wedding pros to use their own voice and story to create meaningful connections, to build the confidence they need to recognize the unique value they bring, and then to share it with their customers. And today, Lindsay is here to talk all about how she created her online course and how she launched it as a brand new mama. And for those of you listening who are interested at all in building an online course, I want to let you know that my mentor, Amy Porterfield's course, Digital Course Academy, is now open for enrollment for only one week. So now is the time to jump in. Listen to what Lindsay and I talk about. We're going to talk a lot about Amy today, but I wouldn't be bringing you this info if I didn't strongly, fully, wholeheartedly, 100% believe in it, have used it, and stand by it. If you're interested in Digital Course Academy or DCA, as you'll hear us talk about it, just go to reneedallow.com forward slash Amy. Welcome to Talk with Renee Dallow, biz chat for wedding pros and creatives. Tune in every week for no BS real talk from industry experts that want to help you thrive in your business and your life. Here's your host, event planner, educator, and sushi addict, Renee Dallow. Grab a glass and get ready to talk it out. Hello, hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Talk with Renee Dallow. It is me, your host, Renee Dallow. I'm very caffeinated this morning, and I'm joined by the lovely and talented Lindsay Williams. Lindsay, how are you on this fine, what is it, Thursday morning that we're recording this? <laughs> hello, Renee. I'm great. How are you doing? <laughs> um, well, like we, we, we mentioned offline, I, uh, I just returned from Vegas. I was at the NACE conference doing a little, doing a little speaking, and... Um, I'm tired. Traveling is tiring right now. Have you been doing a lot of traveling? I hear you. I have not been doing a lot of traveling. We have our little guy at home, 10 months old. So between him and the pandemic prior, we have not traveled in a couple years, which is yeah. sad to say, but it feels different to get um, back into the swing of thing and, and plan travel plans, things like that. So I'm glad to yeah. hear you got away for a little bit, but I can imagine it's exhausting. <laughs> it's It feels more exhausting than it used to be. Like it used to feel, yeah. it used to be like regularly exhausting. Now I feel like, oh, I need a recovery just from going to Vegas because in LA, that's a 40... It's a 45 minute plane ride y'all and that's like yeah. being generous but no it's been um it's been a season around here of traveling mostly because um you know i'm in los angeles and we were slow to reopen up uh, of course and so when i booked all of these speaking engagements i've literally been traveling almost every week for speaking since since june 
But when we booked these in like March and April, LA was still closed, but other places were opening up. So it made sense that I'm vaccinated. I, I was like, I don't have kids. Like, let me, let's like, send me out there. And then of course LA opened up and I was like, oh, so LA opened up and I'm at home. Fantastic. So yeah. it's been a little crazy, right? Because I'm juggling um, my speaking, you know, engagements and that part of the business with my education part of the business and my wedding planning part of the business. And I know you can now relate to this as well because you now have multiple businesses, correct? Yes. Yes, I do. So I'll kind of backtrack a little bit to explain the whole journey here, but I <laughs> yeah. have, it's been quite the wild ride this year. Yes. I have a wedding stationery company called Hoopla House Creative. I had that, I've had that for six years um, and I have since transitioned into coaching. So I coach wedding professionals and I just started a podcast. So I'm a podcast host and a new mom. So yeah, we have a lot going on in the Williams household. So <laughs> So during the pandemic is when you decided to like give it a go to do the online education stuff. Was that something that you had always had on your heart or was that something that was sort of born out of the like, oh shit, what do we do now? Yeah. So it's something <laughs> that I had, I know it's like a lot of us have pivoted during this time, but yeah. it's something that I had always had on my heart, but I never had the time to do it because, you know, you're running a, a business, a successful business. So what actually happened was I had my stationary business and I loved my stationary business. I love my stationary business, love working with my couples. But what really lit me up was the marketing and the strategy and the sales behind the business. And for years, I just kind of thought I brushed it off as that was something I was good at. It was something that was helping me scale my business. I never imagined that I could teach this to other people until I started getting questions from other wedding professionals. Like we'd, we'd have a bridal show and after the show, they'd come up to me and be like, how are you getting these lines of couples at your booth? How are you scheduling so many appointments? And I thought to myself, or I asked them, I would say, well, are you doing this, this, and this? Are you prepping for the show? Are you warming up your leads? Are you scheduling appointments? And I could see the look in their face that they weren't and that this was something I could help them with. So that was my aha moment that I had something that I could help the industry with and help us grow and develop. So that was my aha moment. But I had, so I had this on my heart since then that I wanted to kind of take what I've done to grow my business and create a roadmap. But the reality was, Renee, that I didn't have any time. I had, yeah. I was a solopreneur. I had mm -hmm. 300 weddings per year. Oh my gosh. Yes. It's, it was a well-oiled machine. And the reason I was able to scale to that level is because everything was so systematic, so organized. Like my systems and processes were like just like a well-oiled machine. And then when the pandemic hit, I had 200 weddings that were a total mess. It was like the dates changing, the locations changing. Okay, now we're doing the ceremony at this date and the reception at this date. So I'm not kidding you when I say like 50 emails a day of just like chaos. It was like pure chaos. Mm. So um, mm -hmm. I, I know I'm long story short, but it took a while just to help those couples through this before I could even focus on the next steps. Yeah. I, it's funny when you say that I had like a visceral body reaction to that period of time that like March, 2020, where like, I remember saying to my husband, like, all I'm doing is breaking things down. And like, yes. as a wedding planner, like all I ever did was build things up and make things happen and solve problems. And I had never had, and none of us ever had had um, an experience like what you're describing, which was just like, endless emails and endless communication about things that are not happening and things that we have to dismantle. And um, I remember how 
emotionally emotional it felt in a way that I didn't anticipate to feel like, oh my God, we're undoing all of this. And, and I mentioned that only in because I know that as myself has built so many, you know, so many, a bunch of online courses now, you know, it, there actually is a good satis- a, a great satisfaction in, in creating something from nothing the way we did with our initial wedding businesses, right? So for me, it, it feels like the other side of the coin, right? You spent all that time, you know, redoing and, and helping your clients through, but then you were able to pause and like then build something of, of your own. Yes, exactly, Renee. This gave me the pause to focus on something else. It wasn't necessarily an initial pause right away. Like I said, it hit in March. And yeah. then for six months, it was like damage control. And I'm sure you can relate to this. All mm-hmm. the wedding propos- professionals listening can relate to this. It was six months of just fixing things and helping couples through it and edits and change the dates and redesigns and reprints. It was just chaotic. So I can totally relate to that. And then on top of this, I was pregnant with our first son, Jameson. <laughs> yeah, we haven't even and, mentioned that part yet. <laughs> yeah, we haven't even got to that part. But uh, we found out we were pregnant in January and I was so sick that first three months. So literally March, I'm like finally starting to feel better. I'm like, like ready to go, ready to build my business up, ready to get that cushion so I can take a normal maternity leave. I was like fired up and ready to go. And then I'm not kidding you. The week I started to finally feel better and my energy was back, I'm like, okay, let's do this. The pandemic hit. So the timing of everything as we go through this is just going to be like uncanny. So that's where I was. Um, And it, it was just a crazy, crazy time. But through all of this, so like even back up before the pandemic, after I started to get questions from wedding professionals, I would have a note in my phone. And every time I would figure something out in my business, I would put a note in my phone under a tab called coaching. And I knew in my gut that someday this was going to help people, whether it be like my next lunch date with, you know, a a colleague in the industry, or I was actually going to fulfill my dream of doing a course or doing a roadmap. I had these notes in my phone, but I just could never use them. I, I never had the time to pivot, to devote to doing something else. I think if you looked at any successful entrepreneur's phone and you open the notes section, you would find so much gold there. I, I do it all the time. Everyone I know who's successful has and has multiple notes in their phone that are just like yeah. business ideas that come to them while they're on a walk or like this thing that someone's asked them 10 times that like really should be a blog post. Like y'all use the notes on your phone. Listen to Lindsay. <laughs> 100% Renee. There was an, an old saying that the best ideas come from the three B's bed, bath, and bus. Like when you're laying in bed, ready to fall asleep, when you're in the shower or when you're in the car on the bus. So I always think of that. I have my phone there. I have a notebook um, in my car. I can jot down notes at a red light. So yes, I totally agree. Make sure you have that notebook handy or your phone. I, I love that. So, okay. So the pandemic hit, you, you had all the chaos as we all did. Then you were finally able to come up for air. And then how did you find Amy? How did you find Digital Course Academy? Like, what was that? Did you seek her out or did, was she like revealed to you by the Facebook algorithm. <laughs> so so I have been following Amy for years, but I never I knew that she did Digital Course Academy. I knew that she did something with digital courses, but to be honest, like I never dove into Digital Course Academy because it was just something I never pictured myself doing. So I would use Amy's tips for my wedding stationery business, like her marketing tips, her organization tips. Amy has just like a wealth of knowledge. Um, So I had followed her for years. And then the timing, like I said, was like so uncanny. So the pandemic hit in March. It was six months it took me to 
figure out everybody's stuff, to get everybody like buttoned up on track. So all of my couples were taken care of. We were like kind of on pause. And this was September, right when Amy was Mm -hmm. launching Digital Course Academy. So everybody was taken care of. Amy's launching Digital Course Academy. And I knew it was kind of now or never because these 200 weddings that were now kind of at bay, they were all going to come back in 2021, like a flood. Mm -hmm. So I had this little gap there and I'm like, okay, like I got to dive in. It's now or never. But what's uncanny about that timing is Digital Course Academy started September 9th. I was due with Jameson September 12th. So crazy me. Whoa, 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 whoa. I, I just want to I just want to pause and make sure everybody just heard what Lindsay said. You signed up for an online educational opportunity that started three days before you were due. Yes. Yes. <laughs> three days before I was due. My husband thought I was crazy. He's like, are you sure? But I knew that DCA had lifetime access. Right. So right. I was not so much worried about keeping up with the group. Um, Amy launches once a year. So I was like, it's now or never. I'm signing up for this. We will figure it out how to make it happen. I'll go at my own pace. So I was like a mighty little team of one or two, I should say, me and my little sidekick, um, while the rest of the group was rocking and rolling. But I was still there in the background cheering everybody on. I just couldn't go as fast as everyone else. So I just want to point that out, Lindsay, that how how absolutely remarkable that is. For anyone who has ever created a course, you know that like the momentum of the group um, sometimes largely determines people's success rates. And for you to be so convicted, right, that you were going to go at your own pace and not be and not be dissuade. And you did launch your course. I mean, we'll get to that in a minute, but like, it wasn't like you decided to take the course and then be like, oh, I'll do it one day. No, no, no. I saw you in the group, like chugging along, like you say. And this is something that people always say to me when we talk about, you know, Amy's launch and DCA. I don't know if I have time for it right now. For me, it's so remarkable, Lindsay, because, and I think about you all the time about this when people say, well, maybe I'll take it one day or, or they sign up for it and think I'll get to it at some point. But you actually signed up for it knowing that you couldn't, you know, I guess, quote unquote, stay current with the group, which doesn't really mean anything. But I I just find that so inspiring that other people probably would have taken that same situation and said, no, no, this is a sign that this is not for me this year. And you were like, "Uh, no, now or never, mama's doing it. And I just want to give you so many kudos for that. But also, I think it's such an inspirational thing for everyone else to think like, you know, Yes, sometimes it's hard to fit everything in. And I I do want to ask you how you did that. Um, But also it's not impossible if you really want to do something, right? Yes, yes. It's 100% not impossible. You can take baby steps and do this. So thank you so much for saying that, Renee. It means so much to me. I knew there was a couple factors that came into this. I knew it was kind of now or never in terms of timing. Like I said, I had this well-oiled machine of a business. And I had this little pause that I've never had before. It was this little gap of everyone's taken care of. They're all going to come back. Um, But another thing that happened that I've never shared before, but it was kind of a, a personal thing. So I started DCA September 9th, September 12th, Jameson was due. He was actually a couple weeks late. So I had a little, little bit of time to like dive into the modules. But Thanks, Jameson. So, yeah, thank you. So he was born on September 25th and we're in the hospital. He's born. We're just like the best times of our lives. And Renee, the day we were leaving to come home, I'm sitting in the wheelchair, right? Like at the door of the hospital room, waiting for the nurse to come. Ryan's getting Jameson in his car seat. Ryan's my husband getting Jameson in his car seat. And Ryan's phone rings and it's his boss telling him that his department at work was totally eliminated. 
from COVID. So we have, like, I'm sitting in the wheelchair, right? Like, literally just gave birth. I'm starting my maternity leave. My business was just devastated from COVID. Ryan doesn't have a job. I mean, he had, you know, he, he, I think there was like a month gap there where like he had this transition. So it was one of those things where like I had a maternity leave. I was not going to like, that was a non-negotiable. I was going to have the time with Jameson, but we didn't have, like, I didn't have, you know, a year to wait to figure this out. It was like, okay, like mama's getting to work. I got to do this. Um, So that was like another totally different, like totally other curveball that was thrown at us the day we were leaving the hospital. Um, so that kind of came into this and it would have been so easy there to come from a mindset of scarcity, right? Like how are we going to pay the mortgage? We don't have enough. What am what am I going to do? But I had to, and I still work on this daily. I work on the mindset of coming from abundance. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it's so much easier to keep pushing forward and to keep doing it imperfectly. So I was at that point now where like, I didn't have a choice to kind of be scared. I, I just had to figure this out and to do it because the bridge was kind of like, I, I felt like the bridge to my old business, it was like crumbled, you know, every single yeah. wedding was like, it just in disarray. And we were in the middle of the pandemic. No one was planning weddings. So I was getting no new orders in. I just mm-hmm. had a baby. It was like really scary time, but that's where we were. <laughs> Yeah. And I want to also point out too, I mean, maybe it sounds like you felt this way. I I think I did too, to some extent is that, you know, I thought, I don't know if my planning business is going to come back, right? Like, I don't know if we're going to get back to that six figures of planning. We just, there was so much we didn't know back then. And honestly, do we even know that much more now? No, we're just going, we're moving on faith right now. So I feel you on that deeply about like, well, what are we going to do? And, and I will say at least, you know, for me, having that same sort of thought is that like, I thought, well, I have all these skills that I learned from Amy on how to create things. And so I, you know, I did a similar thing. And I talked about this a couple of weeks ago on the show, um, in episode 105, just like, you know, how, how I use those skills to create the bundle and, and mini courses and other pro and other programs and masterminds and group coaches, like the stuff that you learn with Amy, isn't just applicable for this one thing, one time. Um, and I think now that you've been through the, the, you know, through the class, you know, that as well, um, you're really giving yourself a skill set that lasts well beyond this one thing. Yes, I uh, 100% agree. I mean, look at the business that you've built, Renee. And I mean, that's so much more than just DCA, but you're so right. You learned so many new skills from Digital Course Academy. So when Digital Course Academy opened up that September, it's like, I, I think that a lot of this stuff we could have figured out, but Amy is just has this phenomenal way of teaching. She gets us there so much faster. It's so organized. It was just a no brainer for me to take this course from someone who's gone before us, who's done it before us. So I think you're just so right there. How did you, I just want to briefly, just in case, just in case anyone's listening is in the same position, right? Maybe they're just about to have a baby or they're about to start a new, you know, chapter of their life. And they're like, I don't think I have time for this. How did you literally fit this in, in your day? Like, how did you do it? Did you get up early? I mean, with a baby, how could you have done it? Yeah. So really what I did, I mean, getting up early at this point, he was a newborn. So our sleep schedules were just like, I mean, there was like no wake up or sleep time. It was just like (laughs) sleeping, sleeping for three hours. He gets up sleeping for three hours. He gets up. And I remember a lot of my girlfriends 
were kind of joking about how during their maternity leave, they would watch like they caught up on some of their shows while they were doing like midnight feedings or, um, you know, they were able to kind of sit and, and almost like watch TV while they were with the baby. And yeah. I used that time instead of watching HGTV or shows, I had my little iPad and I would feed Jameson and watch Amy. And I knew that I couldn't get to work. Like I was doing no work the first three months, but if I just stuck with the video, so I had an idea of what it took, like what work I needed to do. It made it a little bit less scary when I was able to dive in. I'm like, okay, I remember Amy saying this. So it's not like I was sitting there for three months kind of like wondering what I needed to do. I knew what I needed to do. And I gave myself that grace to like, okay, I can't sit at the computer right now, um, but I can at least stay with the group, listen to what Amy's saying, listening to her Q and A's. And then when I was ready to dive in, it felt a little bit less like blind. That's really brilliant because I think for so many of the online course stuff, at least when I was taking um, Amy's program, you know, I watched it multiple times, <laughs> yes. you know, like, like I watched it to do the work. And then I, when it was time to like record something, I'd go back and watch about recording. I'd go back and, you know, watch the thing about editing. But there's like in DCA, there's like a whole, um, like, uh, what's it called? Like a resource library that you go into and there's videos on editing and I watch them all the time still. Like I know how to edit my videos now, but every so often I'm like, wait a minute, what did they say? And it's been years and I'm still doing that. So I think it's so smart. It such a great mindset and such a great way to do it, it to sort of give yourself the grace of like, well, I'm just going to ingest this material the first time and not feel compelled to, to do all the worksheets and all the things. And then later go back, you probably have actually a much more, um, rich understanding of the material that way. Yes, exactly. And I love that resource library, Renee, that oh was God. worth like, that was right? worth the whole course alone. Right? I still, like you said, I still look at that resource library every time I'm doing like, you know, a new offer or a new sales page. I open that resource. I just did last week. Yeah. I, the oh, other day I, totally... I was doing, yeah, I was doing something on Kajabi. I had to like connect some things and Kajabi has their own help videos. Everyone knows I love Kajabi, but I was like, wait, what did Amy say about this? <laughs> And listen, I, you know, my thing with, uh, with Amy's programs is that I was actually pre DCA. I've been with Amy since she used to have the two, um, what became DCA was two separate courses. One was called courses that convert and one was called webinars that convert. And so I was a student of both of those individually. And then when she created DCA, she was like, all of you guys who have both come on, come on over here. So I've been with her for so long now. Um, and I still go back to it because it's just, you know, on one hand, it's like we learn all these new skills and it's amazing and they're with you forever. But on the other, there are some minutiae and some like little finessey things that they're not going to stay in your brain, right? So it's wonderful to have that like unlimited access to it. Um, yeah, I just, I'm so impressed uh, with just how you handled this whole thing because I know so many other people would have signed up and not completed. So you completed the course, you completed your own course, and then you've already launched it, Yes. Yes. So I completed DCA. So I started DCA in January. So, you know, I signed up in September. I was watching the group, like, you know, listening to the videos. And then I hit the ground running in January. Um, and I still was home with Jameson. So my maternity leave kind of ended, but my, my mom came to help. My mother-in-law came to help. So I was kind of like slowly getting back into it. So January, I started the course. I started a Facebook group because I, I had zero audience of wedding professionals. All of my social pages were couples, right? The couples that I were serving. So I had to start totally from scratch. So I created a Facebook group. I started DCA. 
I pre-sold my course in February. So a month later, I pre-sold my, sold my course as I was doing all of, as I was trying to figure out DCA. And then I did my first launch in March. So that's where the, how the timeline kind of evolved there. Wow. That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. It's definitely, it was not perfect at all. I mean, it was like, I, I was under the mindset of build it now and I can always tweak later. So yes. I literally followed, yes, I followed Amy's advice, like to the T when she told us to do something, she gives you templates. Like you could literally do this from, I mean, nothing, just following Amy step by step by step. So that's what I did. I think as creative entrepreneurs, we always have this like urge to tweak. I'm oh, yeah. always, and I, I would follow, you know, I would take a course, I would follow it. And then I would be like, okay, well, I'm going to do it my way a little bit. And at this point, like I didn't have the time and I didn't have the energy to like do it my way. I was like, okay, I'm going to trust Amy. She's built this business. I took DCA for a reason. So I followed Amy step by step by step. And now that everything's built, now I'm tweaking a little bit as far as like the content and the, you know, the layout, things like that. But I just trusted Amy. I trusted the course. I went full force at it. Um, or I shouldn't even say I went full force because I was still healing and I still had the little guy and I still had my other business. So I did the, what I could with what I had. Um, but I just went for it and I launched in March and, um, it was a five figure launch. So I'm, we're super proud of that. Yay. Congratulations. Yes, Thank absolutely. You. It should be. And I think my first launch was also sort of messy and like, I, you know, I did exactly what Amy said, but did I do it perfectly with all the, fin no, I just was like, oh my God, we're good. We're getting it. We're getting it done. And, and yes, like it is so, it's so like heartening for me to hear that, like, that you just it like you followed it, you went for it, and it and it worked, and you're you're able to help people now, and also get an income from that. Like there is such a a, a truly lovely feeling about putting out putting your education out there because right? you're putting a bit of your brain out there for the world to judge in a way, and saying like, but I know I can help you, right? And so, I mean, did you have that same sort of gratification feeling? Yes, a hundred. It's such an amazing feeling. Not necessarily. I mean, I was proud of myself and I was excited that we finally built this course and got it out into the world. But just seeing my students like in the or the community in in my private Facebook group share tips and share like I signed up for a bridal show and I got 15 appointments booked like that was the mm -hmm. best feeling. It just was indescribable that like what I figured out over the years, I was able to teach and now other people are figuring it out and growing the industry, especially after like this hell of a year we just came out of, like to yeah. see people just rise up from this and just reboot their businesses and just stand back up again. That was like worth every step of the way for me. Yeah. And it never gets old. I was doing an Instagram live a couple of days ago, uh, like one, while I was in Vegas with um, a student of mine who had taken wedding management and she invited me onto her channel to talk about wedding management. And the first thing she said was, um, I'm sure you all know who Renee is, which is always hilarious to me that anyone, you know, obviously I have a podcast I named after myself, but still to this day, I'm like, oh, people know who I am. And, uh, and she said, no one really uses the term day of coordination anymore. And that's because of Renee. And I got like very emotional about it because I was yes. like, I've been yelling about this for like six years and like it's happened, like it's finally happening that people are like, like the conversation used to be, what do you mean? Uh, day of coordination isn't really a thing. And now it's like, people aren't using day of coordination. What? Like it's, it's just always amazing to see that when you take a chance on yourself and put your ideas out there and help other people, um, you really can change you can change other people's businesses and like their lives. It's very heady. It's very crazy. All right. Uh, Renee, I 
totally hear you on that. You have changed the conversation with day of coordination. And it's just fun to see like what we've learned in our journey along the way and sharing that with others and see people respond to it and change their businesses and grow their businesses. I think that is the most rewarding part of all of this. Yeah, I agree. I mean, people always ask about the money, right? They'll say like, well, how much, how much did you make? How much is that? And and I get it. And I'm here to talk about money. Like I have no problem with that, but I was actually just having this conversation with some colleagues in Vegas who I was encouraging to do online education. And I said like the amount of like just good energy and good feeling you get from knowing that you've helped people, it actually far exceeds the, the, the money. The money is great. The money is sustaining. We need the money. But really, it's the impact. And that is why I, I yell all the time about Digital Course Academy and about Amy, because the, the, when I say Amy changed my life, it's because she allowed me to understand the amount of impact I was able to have on others if I just took the risk and shared what I had what I had learned, right? And yes. so- I'm sure, I mean, I don't want to say I'm sure because I don't know the circles you run in up in Niagara Falls, but um, I know for me, when I launched my education, uh, there were some feelings within my colleagues about like, some people were curious, some people were doubtful, some people were like, who does she think she is, right? And I come from the from the mindset of like, I kind of just want to cheer everyone on as they go because their journey is not my journey. Did you have any of that set feeling come back at you when you launched? So Renee, it was funny. I really don't know, like no, nothing directly, but I would invite all of my fellow wedding pros and colleagues into this private Facebook group I got. And a lot of them either didn't join or they joined and they just kind of silently watched. Mm -hmm. I think there's a little bit of a difference between stationary designers and like the rest of the wedding world because I don't go to the wedding. So I'm not like, right. I don't see right. people, you know? So like, right. I don't get to bond at dinner or bond at setup and things like that. So um, I, I really, I mean, I'm, I'm sure things were said <laughs> behind my back probably, <laughs> but it was not like criticism um, directly from that. but. I do have to say like, this has been on my heart for years and I would tell like my mom and my husband and things like that, like my goal of doing this and my mom and my husband are the most supportive people in my circle, but I could see their reservation in their face because I've had scaled this business to multi six figure 300 K in yearly revenue. And they almost looked terrified that I was going to share every step of the way with like technically who could be my competitors. Right. And it really took like some convincing to be like, no, but community over competition, this is, you know, I could totally do this. I could build a business with this. And I just had to realize Renee that I didn't need anyone's permission, not even my husband's to do this. This was my dream. It wasn't my husband's dream. It wasn't my mom's dream. It wasn't my friend's dream. It wasn't my colleague's dream. So um, that took a little mindset work for me to like, not necessarily listen to it as well meaning as they were listen to anyone else's hesitations or opinions on it yeah i someone said to me once when i was starting when i was when i told people that i was doing the my first course the wedding management 101 they said you're going to put yourself out of business hmm. and i yeah i and i thought i never I, I didn't think about it it wasn't part of my mindset even back then and i thought you know what if that's if that's so right then maybe that's what i'm meant to be put in this role to do is to teach other people about the things I've learned. And maybe that is the, the long game that I can't see yet, but it, obviously it wasn't true. Right. So <laughs> I'm still yeah. in business. So I think other people's fears um, don't have to be our fears for sure. And I think 
uh, the easiest way to, to get out of that fear is to get into action. That That's always been my thing. And I think you are proof, Lindsay, as well as me and so many of the people in the wedding industry who have, who have, you know, launched education stuff that continue to have their, their other business. It's like, you know, it, it takes a bit of doing, but you can do both. Yes, 100%. And if you don't want to do both, I think that's important to know that you can transition. Like for me, um, I haven't even like openly said this yet, um, but I'm hoping to trans to, to kind of transfer from mm -hmm. the wedding stationery business to the coaching business because it's difficult for me. I'm finding now the, and maybe it's just because of the pivot. There's a mm -hmm. lot of upfront, you know, work and, and things that I'm figuring out. I'm having so much fun with it, but maybe it's a little bit of that. Maybe it's the burnout from all of these wedding um, weddings that got postponed and changed from the pandemic. But I'm in this transition period that like, it's really scary to let go, to give yourself permission to let go of something you worked so hard to build yes. and move it towards something that's not certain. Um, but I've just, I have in my gut, like I've backed this up. When I started my digital course, I backed it up with a foundation that I've built. I've built this business. I know that these strategies work. So it's backed in reality, but it's still scary. It doesn't make it any less scary. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting that I, um, I don't think I've said this on the show yet, but I, I put on my, my wedding planning website that I wasn't accepting any 2023 bookings because I wanted to see how it felt because I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Right. I I'm allowing myself to be in a place right now of exploring what it would look like if I just did far less weddings, right? Because what happened for me in the in the pandemic, and I don't think it's any surprise to anyone who is a long-time listener, is that I was able to really dive into the education brand and I loved it. Like I love it. And I had never give I had never had the time or the space to do that before. It was always this very secondary thing I was doing and you know and and the primary thing I was always doing was servicing my couples. So it is scary to to think about getting, you know, saying goodbye to something that I built for so many years. And I don't know that it's a goodbye, but for me, it's like, sometimes I just need to test the waters of my own, my own mindset. And so for me, I was like, I'm just going to put it out there and see what happens. Yes. Oh, <laughs> I'm so proud of you, Renee. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. It's, it's been an interesting um, couple of months in my, uh, with, you know, with traveling and speaking because um, almost everywhere I went, people would ask me, so when, are you still doing weddings? And I'd say, mm -hmm. yeah, like, oh, I didn't think that that was oh, okay. And I'm a big believer in really listening to the things that the universe says. And uh, and I thought, oh, that's coming up an awful lot. Maybe I need to give that some thought, you know? Yeah. So that is something that, that, yeah, it's, um again, no decisions have been made. Uh, the podcast yeah. will likely be the first to know. But I also love that you said that too, where it's like you invested in yourself. You did the work. You learned this new skill. You put yourself out there. And this thing that you've had on your heart forever, you launched it. It was successful. And now you can see another door open, right? And it's a, and that's beautiful. And that's life. And that's that's progress. You know what I mean? Like transitioning and, and evolving. Like that's what we're here for. I think 100%, 100%. And Renee, let me ask you, if it's okay for me to ask you of course, yeah, a yeah. question, let me ask you with this possible transition of kind of moving out of weddings and, and more into full-time education, do you ever creep up? I know people talk about imposter syndrome all the time, but mm -hmm. an element of imposter syndrome that I'm having right now, and I'm curious to see if this is something that you think about, I... I'm teaching wedding pros, right? How to build and scale and grow their business. Sometimes I worry that if I let go of my wedding business, I don't have my 
hand in the pot so mm -hmm. to say like so as the industry evolves i i won't be in the business of that anymore does that ever scare you or do you ever think about that i think about it daily yeah i mean that's okay. that's the hesitation right because i i know for myself when i was coming up in the industry and i was looking for mentors and looking for educators i had a lot of judgment about those who used to be wedding planners and now did something else i'd be like well you're not doing i used to think in my head like well you're not a saturday warrior why would i listen to you like i just worked 15 hours on saturday what did you do and I had a lot of judgment about that. So that is that is really, for me, the primary place of friction where, I, and that's why I, I even said it to my husband the other day. I said, I don't think I'll ever, if I'm still educating on weddings, stop doing weddings entirely because I, I really do believe that our, you know, our clients are evolving the same way we are. And, and, you know, a millennial client is different from a Gen Z client, which is different than a Gen X client, you know, all those things. Um, and so that is that is definitely something that I am thinking on and also working on because I don't necessarily think that I'm right. <laughs> I just think that I really like I understand that like that is also a weird limiting uh, negative mindset that I, I had and maybe still have like the remnants of. And so, um, yeah, I think about it all the time. Yeah, I was just curious. And I think that's something that you and I can work through together because yeah. when I hear you say that, Renee, I am just shocked to hear you say that because you're education and what you bring to the industry is brilliant. So I would never think twice, like if you decided to, like, it amazes me that you can do both. Um, and I know that you could do both. I have full confidence in that, but seeing how well you do both is phenomenal. So I would never like judge or give you any flack for deciding to transition out. Um, and I would, of course, like trust everything and anything you say. <laughs> so, so that just, it just shocks me that you feel the same way. And I think it's a good reminder to, to feel that like, if anyone else is feeling like this, you're not alone. I think a lot of people that start DCA, if you know, they're a business owner and want to help other business owners or aspiring business owners grow their businesses, I think there is that transition period. We have yeah. to just give ourselves a little bit of grace that like, sometimes we can't do like, I live by the mindset of like, I don't want to do two things half-assed. Sorry yes. for that language, no. but I would rather not like do the wedding business half-assed, do the coaching business half-assed, do the podcast half-assed. Like there comes a point where I'm just like, okay, I got to just like let go of the shore and see where this takes us. Um, so I think this is something yeah. that is going to be interesting to see how it evolves for both of our business and for the listeners here, for the um, DCAers that may start the journey. Yeah, come on over to DCA, guys. The water's fine. And, yeah. I, and honestly, <laughs> Lindsay, the reason I wanted to have you on the show, I mean, also, I love you, but also, I just think your whole story is so inspiring because I know, I know that last year, obviously, 2020 brought up a lot of things for everyone and a lot of, a lot of what's next and what do I do and can I still do this? And, you know, I, I know at least in my market in LA, we were kind of, um, whiplashed back into whatever this new normal feels like. And I've been hearing, you know, anecdotally from my colleagues that are, they're just like, I don't know if I want to still be doing this. Like my florists are burnt out. My, my DJs are burnt out. And like, maybe education is, could be what's next for some of these folks. I don't know, but the idea is there. And Amy, um, right now, as you're listening to this, um, Digital Course Academy is open for enrollment. And, uh, I'll, I'll talk a, a little bit about that, um, later in the episode, uh, but I just think if, if it's something that you've had on your mind and your heart, I think you owe it to yourself to at least explore it. And Lindsay, I'm, I know that you're glad you did, but if anyone has that hesitation, what could you tell them to maybe encourage? Yes, I think a quote that comes to mind is Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s quote, you don't have to see the whole staircase, just take the first step. Yes. That is That quote, like, 
just comes to mind when I think of my journey in DCA and I think about others in DCA, it's like, we've had such a crazy year as business owners, whether you're in the wedding industry or not. I think there's just been like roller coaster thrown at us. And my advice, if this, if there's a calling on your heart, I'm going to tell you right now that you can absolutely do this. If I can do it, you can do it. And I think just you got to just take the first step. You don't have to see the full picture. I think a lot of us as business owners, especially successful business owners that have built these businesses, we've figured this stuff out. We've built the foundation. We have the whole picture. We know our ideal client, right? And it was difficult for me to like start DCA and be in so much chaos, right? So my advice is just take the first step um, and build as you go, right? Like it will evolve as you go. Take one step at a time. It does not have to be perfect. You do not have to keep up with the group. Amy is phenomenal. The videos that she does stand on their own. So even if you can't keep up with the group, you'll be able to, to do this at your own pace. I love that. I love that. Lindsay, where can people find your course? Where Where is your Facebook group? Like, tell us where people can connect with you on the internet. Yes, of course. So I would love to connect with you guys. I have so much fun connecting with other business owners, wedding pros. So on Facebook, the group is called Build and Scale Your Wedding Business. There's um, an easy URL for that, lindsayjwilliams.com slash group. So that's on Facebook. On Instagram, I'm Miss Lindsay J. Williams. And my course is called The Wedding Booking Blueprint. This is a full sales roadmap for wedding professionals. So the course really teaches you how to connect with your clients and close more sales. That is opening its doors again on October 5th. Um, but you can find more information on that, lindsayjwilliams.com slash enroll. And even if you're not interested in signing up for the course, I want you to go check that out if you're thinking of building your own course, um, because you can see how some of fellow wedding pros like myself and Renee have done this, have pivoted. So check that stuff out, guys. Um, and I can't wait to connect with all of you more. Lindsay, thank you so much for being here. This has been a delight. You're a delight. Jameson's a delight. And uh, I just can't wait to see just how you, how you grow and how you change and how you pivot and how you blossom as a coach, because I think it really is the next, it's the next phase for you. I, I see it for you, girl. Thank you so much, Renee. It's such an honor to be on your podcast. You've been an inspiration to the industry. So I want to thank oh, you thank for all you. of your knowledge, for your support, your guidance through DCA um, and inviting me on the show. This was so much fun. Yay. All right, loves. Um, everyone who's listening, y'all, you know what I'm going to say. You could probably say it with me at this point. Thank you so much for joining us this week. I know that time is the one resource that you can't make back. And so I never take it lightly that you spend it with us. We will see you next week. Fine friends. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Talk with Renee Dallow. Dive into the show notes at reneedallow.com forward slash podcast and connect with Renee at Talk with Renee Dallow on Instagram.